Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser, huh? Trista Crick, what? T, Tennessee's up 51-43 on Wisconsin. Come on now. That maybe Trying on. to go 4-0 today. It would have been, what, like 10, was it, plus 4, plus 1, 10. I don't do a lot of 4-1 no, It, it would have been close to a 10-1. or something it, it, like w- that. It would have been close. It would have been close. Speaking of Tennessee, they are at Missouri tomorrow. And we've seen some line movement in this game. Tennessee was a pick earlier in the week, minus 110 at Mizzou. Now they're all the way up to minus three. The total is 58. Now, Tennessee at a pick was my favorite play of the week. At minus three, I still like them. I would just take them on the money line. I think they win the game here against Missouri. Trista, I just think the spot is really favorable to Tennessee. You have a team like Missouri who's a good team, but this is when your depth is really challenged because you just played Georgia last week. Physical game. Now you have to go right back and play Tennessee the next week. Tennessee just played UConn, right? So they were well-rested. They didn't really show much on film. I just think it's a tough spot for Mizzou. I think the line movement is telling you a lot in this game. So uh, hopefully you got Tennessee earlier in the week. It would still be Tennessee or pass for me, though, at minus three. Yeah, I agree. I think we're maybe thinking a little bit too highly of Missouri because they get up. And got up for Georgia. Mm-hmm. But everybody's giving Georgia their best look, right? Definitely. Um, so right after probably the game that they felt was their Super Bowl, they go up against a Tennessee team. It's having slightly a down year, right? Um, they were right in the mix for the college football playoff last year. Mm-hmm. I like Tennessee a little bit as well. I probably wouldn't bet this game, though. Don't like this game. Not really. What about Washington and Utah? Oh, I love this game. Do this you? This is my favorite. That's my one of my favorite games. You like the, the dogs? Yeah. Here's the thing, I just believe truly that these analysts, these people who are writing about the game, they're thinking about Utah in terms of what their identity is, right, and what we've seen them do in the past, not what this team is right now. The truth is. The identity of Utah is not a possibility because they don't have a quarterback that's worth a damn thing. Mm -hmm. They've got a pig farmer for their quarterback. Cam Rising's probably going to try to file some sort of medical exemption to play again next year. Yep. And he's not walking through that door, people. He's not. Alex Smith is not either. Alex Smith is not walking through that door. The defense of Utah is able to be cooked. You saw the Ducks throw on him quite a bit. They were able to get outside the numbers and make moves. And I think that's what Washington's going to be able to do at home. Oregon went to Utah, one of the toughest places to play in the Pac-12. Entire country. In the the entire country. And they put it on them. They did. Like Jaw Rule. 35-6. 35-6. What a beatdown. So you look at this team. And Bo Nix was able to put 250 yards up, 24 for 31. What an efficient-ass performance. Troy Franklin, eight receptions, 99 yards, and a tutty. I believe that is the type of thing that we're going to see from Washington and Michael Penix Jr. Yeah, I'm surprised that this game has moved from 9.5 to 8. I'm surprised, I I really am. uh, I'm with you. It would be Washington for me because— I like the 8 a lot. Yeah, Utah's defense can only do so much in this game. They they can only do so much. And uh, Washington being at home, Penix is playing better. Defense has been a little bit leaky here as of late, but like you said, this isn't really an offense that can expose them. 
Exactly. The total is 49 and a half. I kind of like the over, Trista, because I think Washington's going to score in like the high 30s in this game. I think this could be like a... I kind of like the under. I think this could be a 35, like 17 kind of game. I don't I don't see the 17. Really? I don't see the 17. I see like maybe, maybe 13, mm. but I don't see 17. Interesting. That uh, field goal touchdown could be the difference between the it, totals. That, no, it, it, it could. <laughs> it really could. Uh-huh. And I, I think Washington's going to come to try to figure out a way to solve their reputation. Because right now they haven't been playing great football in the right. last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. But we know what they're capable of. They can throw the rock, boy. And we saw what Washington looked like against Oregon. Yep. And they were able they were able to throw on Oregon pretty much all game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they're gonna be able to do to Utah as well. No so doubt. I love you. I, I love Washington in this spot. That's maybe my favorite one of my favorite bets on the board. The total in Rutgers, Iowa is twenty seven twenty seven. It moved. I gotta moved take already. I gotta take a picture because so I, I, I don't know how many times we will ever see this at twenty seven and a half, Trista. And you know what? And I could wouldn't you, take the over. That's what I was gonna ask you. Couldn't this is going to be like a 10-13 game, pretty much. Like a Rutgers, maybe even like a 13-7 game. 27 and a half, you guys. It's craziness. I'm, I, I want to pull this out just because I love this Evan Analytics. Shout out to Evan's Analytics. They give you um, full-on total stuff for college football. Iowa, they are 2-7 and seven to the under so far this year. And uh, <laughs> for context, the Oregon USC first quarter total is 17. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. I think I'd still go under. And I know mm. Rutgers has kind of had been a little bit of an over machine, 5 4 <laughs> and 0 to the over. Um, but yeah, anytime Iowa plays, I think you just have to take the under. Seven That's a move from 28. Yeah. We talked to Bill Bender earlier on the 27 show. 27 and it was uh, it That was is fantastic. One of my favorite bets of the week is Pittsburgh minus three against Syracuse. This is all about betting numbers and no. not teams. Pitt is two and seven on the season. Okay, they're zero and four against the spread on the road. No, I know they're going up against Syracuse. Is four and five this season. They're playing a team who has a better record. They're on the road. Oh, you're and they're doing one with the of the. Keno- you're oh, doing yeah. one of those uh, I again. Sure am. I okay. Sure. Give me Pitt. The unranked team favored over the ranked team. No, Syracuse isn't ranked. No, but like that's the type of thing that mm, you do. You're like, how come? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see. Uh I'm I'm out. I could never take Pitt under any circumstances. That's fair. I think they're going to get rolled. (laughs) This team, they're the easiest bet I cashed two weeks ago. Then why are they favored by three on the road? I don't know. Exactly. See, I don't I don't subscribe yeah, well, to that. Fine. I don't subscribe to that. <laughs> That's fine. I will and you it'll probably that. be pain. It probably will be pain. This might be my favorite bet of the week. Georgia against Ole Miss. Trista, we touched on this yesterday. Yes. I think Georgia's the easiest team to handicap in college football. I really do. When people think Georgia's on upset alert, when people think they could get a game, when people think that maybe it's closer with Kentucky, with Florida, that's when Georgia looks like Georgia. When people think that Georgia is going to roll, when people think Georgia is going to be winning by 30, that's the games they tend to struggle in. We've seen it with South Carolina, Auburn, Mizzou last week. They struggled in those games. And then Kentucky and Florida, like I said, they blew them out. People like Ole Miss tomorrow. More people like Ole Miss than they like Georgia. People think Ole Miss can win that game. I think Ole Miss is probably the most overrated top 10 team in the country. I do not think they're very good. I don't think Jackson Dart's all that good. I think their defense is overrated. 
They lost to Bama by double digits. That's really the best team that they've played. They played LSU. They were down by nine with six minutes to go and came back to win that game. So they really should have lost to LSU also. I mean, they're going to Athens. They're going to have Georgia's full attention in this game. And we're getting Georgia a good number. I wish this would drop to 10. I don't think it will. I I love the dogs tomorrow, Trista. Love them. I do too. Same reason, really. I think that Georgia in general is being quite overlooked. Uh, They're the number one team in the country, and they won back-to-back national titles. And for whatever reason, people just are continuing to talk about when they're going to get upset. Yeah, I think that's just something that doesn't make sense to me. You don't have the same defense that you had last year, but it's still pretty damn good. And you don't have the defense that you had two years ago. But is anyone shocked if Georgia ends up winning the national title again? No, no not me. Nope. Kirby Smart has these boys ready to play. He was on Pat McAfee earlier today, and they were like three times national title in, in a row. That hasn't happened since blah, blah, blah. And he goes, I am not worried about national championships. I am worried about Ole Miss this weekend at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. It's a night game. You know what time it is. Lane Kiffin's going to be trying to pull out all the stops, and I don't care. I like Georgia quite a bit. Completely with you. Should Texas be concerned at all at TCU this week? I don't think so. Even with viewers back? I think TCU is kind of low-key trash. Honestly, I don't even know if it's low key. I think it's like high, <laughs> high key, key yeah. high key trash. Yeah. And I think Texas is really good. Mm-hmm. I I, I, too. I know that people don't like Quinn Ewers. I know that's been a pretty much trend all year long, but I think he's been pretty damn good. I know that he's been injured, but he's back. Yep. So you look at that Texas team. I think they're going to be hungry as well. I agree. There's another Big Twelve game that I actually wanted to get to. West Virginia and Oklahoma. Right now, the spread is at 12 and a it's half. It's moved down, actually. It's Did you moving see that? down. It was 14 and a half earlier this week. I actually took it at 14 and a half. 12 and a half might be a little scary, but can we really trust Oklahoma to win a game by more than two touchdowns? No. Garrett Green is playing pretty well for West Virginia this year. They've basically been competitive in almost every game they've played in this year, West Virginia. I just think that number might be a little too high. I really like West Virginia plus 12 and a half tomorrow. You're probably on the right side. I couldn't get there just because I worry about. It, it being in Norman and Oklahoma's offense is is, is very good it's, at home. It is scary because this should be a bounce back game for Oklahoma. Yep. They've dropped the last two. Yep. They should bounce back. That's exactly right. It's a lot of points. That is a lot of points. You know, and obviously Neil Brown, a win like this would go a long way to try and save in his job. Um it, it's a stay away for me. I, I like your your reasoning. If I could get the fourteen and a half again, I probably yeah, would, but I don't definitely. know if I would necessarily do that now speaking of 14 and a half could you get there with florida against lsu tomorrow no i i couldn't i don't trust lsu's defense to get enough stops dude that over keeps going up lsu's perfect to the over this season i think they're like nine or ten to know and and it's you watched the bama game last week and you can see why because they're just daniels and the offense are spectacular and they just don't stop nine and zero to the over there you go LSU's, I love that, 67 actually. tomorrow is the total. LSU's team total is 41 and a half. Kind of like You said that. 67? Yep. I, I mean, love, yeah, I, I love I that I mean, over. I could see 45 to I, 28 tomorrow. I would rather touch the over, like mm. the total of the yes. entire game, than yeah. the team. A thousand but, percent. Yeah. I do want to give out one as well um, that probably isn't being talked about a ton. Yeah. Let me just make sure I can get it here. 
because it's in my other notes. So it's actually uh, Cincinnati and Houston. Ooh. Yeah. The post-Luke Fickle era, folks, for Cincinnati. Has been great. Has not been great. No. They've lost now seven straight. They've only covered one game out of those seven. Um, they All year, actually. They traveled to Houston. The Cougars... Upset, upset of Baylor last week, coming mm-hmm. off of a big upset. Uh, Houston, two-and-a-half-point favorite. I actually like them on the money line. They've covered three of their last four. So I like two-and-a-half, but I also like the money line against Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is just not very good at all. No, they're they're horrendous. I've yeah. watched them way too much this season. Not good. I like UCF tomorrow at home against Oklahoma State. I like UCF plus two and a half. We're getting Oklahoma State off of Bedlam, right? I mean, big emotional win. You go on the road. UCF almost beat Oklahoma. They're 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 good at home at the bounce house. They're tough. I, I just like these home dogs when we're getting up at two and a half, right? Long term, if you bet two and a halves with the underdog, you're going to win. And if you bet three and a halves with favorites, you're going to win in college football. Yep. It's just the way it works. PJ, I would love to have some side action with you. Maybe we'll see each other on Sunday. Maybe uh, we'll figure something out you like here. like Oak State? I like Oak State. I really think Mike Gundy's going to have his squad ready to go. They're you know, hot right now. Ollie Gordon is playing his tail off. They're fantastic. Uh, their receivers are playing well. Alan Bowman's playing well. I I love Oak State. is normally really, really, really good, too, in these games where the spreads are like under three. I just think it's a good spot for UCF. So I like them in that game. It'll be it'll be a fun one, though. All right, Trista. Oregon and USC. Ducks favored by 15 and a half. Total is 77. Yeah. Uh, 77. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't go under. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Because I don't know how USC stops Oregon. And, I mean, USC could, could certainly score. Like, this could be a 52 to 28 game. I agree. This is a game that, for me, I am emotionally attached to, obviously, as an Oregon fan. I completely understand. There is uh, no more bigger moment for Bo Nix at the crib. This is an absolute low point for USC football. Their stock has never been more in the dumps. Caleb Williams, the last time we saw him, he was crying on the sideline to his mom. He, uh, with a piece of paper over his face. They probably should have, could have won that game. And now you're getting spotted 15 and a half points at Odson Stadium. Mm. And I know that Oregon has covered, let me make sure, just to get this correct, I think it was every game but one. Let me make sure. Oregon Ducks, 8 and 1 uh, and 0. 8, 1 and 0. And I just can't get there. I'm really curious, though, to see what this U.S. defense is going to look like tomorrow without Alex Grinch. That's because it's going to be different. It's going to be a lot different. And who knows whether there's, they've got the guys. They say they have the guys to play good defense. Maybe you have an assistant who has an, an entirely different thought in his head about how they should be playing or how they should be scheming up against Oregon. By the way, it's a night game at Autzen. Pack 12 after I dark know. is crazy. We were talking about before, this is one of those games, people look at their phones Sunday morning and they're like, USC did what? Oregon Yeah, well, yeah I know. I know. We'll see. I, I still like your Ducks. I also like Nebraska, plus two and a half against Maryland. Why is Maryland favorite on the road in Nebraska? That people watch Maryland play the last four weeks? Give me Nebraska as well. We wrap the show next here on BetMGM Tonight.
We'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.